Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, take it easy. We're going on the air. This is Sports Daily on KFH. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. Friday edition wrapping up the week. KU wins by 14 over Harvard. Wichita State wins by nine over Texas Southern. I'm going to start with the Shockers because the most important thing that happened last night came out of that game, Tommy, and for all the wrong reasons, if you're a Wichita State fan, uh, Craig Porter Jr. landed awkwardly. Um, His left foot slash ankle was very clearly on camera, rolled or whatever you want to call it, and he couldn't put any weight on it, left the game, didn't return. Craig Porter Jr. is like in the top two of basically every key statistical category for the Shockers. He is the straw that stirs the drink, and just the timing sucks on this. After the game, Isaac Brown um, seemed hopeful that this wasn't a long-term thing, that maybe with a little bit of a break here they could get things you know, under control and that there's some swelling that he, he had not seen x-rays and that'll be the key. They don't play again until Wednesday. Um, and then there's some, I, I would be surprised if he plays at UCF. They play back home on December 31st on New Year's Eve against East Carolina. I don't know, Tommy. It's, it really stinks because we like Craig Porter Jr. Uh, he's been on this show. He's, he's stuck around. He's taken this leadership role on full force and man it's going to be really really tough if they lose him for any amount of time here yeah this is bad um and regardless if we're talking about a couple of games or 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 longer um not ideal for the shockers uh this is basically getting the legs cut from out uh, out from underneath you um when craig porter jr has been the floor general the leader the guy that um is your most consistent and most reliable offensive option 
on a team that struggles offensively even when he's on the court. Uh, yeah, this is not ideal at all for Wichita State. Hopefully, it's on the shorter end. I can't imagine he plays on Wednesday. I would be shocked. And then I would be surprised if he plays on New Year's Eve. So um, hopefully we're only talking about a couple of games here and this doesn't extend uh, into a, a long absence from Craig Porter Jr. But uh, yeah, I, I it's one of those things where you're like, okay, yeah, the Shockers were able to beat Texas Southern and, you know, in the non-con at seven and five and you, you start to feel a little bit okay about them. And then this sort of thing happens and uh, really takes the wind out of your sails. Yeah, and look, injuries happen. You know, it's it's not like they're just going to roll over. Somebody else could step up that, you know, that we're not thinking about. You know, you immediately think, well, Melvion Flanagan could take advantage. He he did not do that last night. The other really stepped up was Jaron Pierre, who scored uh, 18 points to lead the Shockers. James Rojas had one of his better games. But Pierre's interesting. We've seen flashes from him. Uh, they did not shoot the three well last night, Tommy, but they kind of stopped shooting it this time, right? They only took 14 shots. They were 0 for 7 in the first half and 2 from 7 in the second half. I mean, they can't not shoot threes, right? But at, they they did peel back on that and attack a different way, and, and that was good to see as things we've wanted to see and, and needed to see. But, you know, it's it's going to be interesting because I think Pierre has the ability offensively to take over a game. We've seen that. Uh, we've seen Jaquan Walton do that at times. He didn't have a great shooting performance last night, but he pulled down 10 boards. Uh, you know, we'll see. Gus Okafor early in the year had that ability, but that's sort of faded. So I don't know, but there's going to be a lot of opportunities for somebody to step up. The problem is it's a, it's a point guard too, Tommy. Like, and we don't really yeah. have a clear answer as to who that backup would be, right? Is it Shema Scott? Is it Melvin Flanagan? Is it Xavier Bell? Perhaps is it like where do those minutes come from? Because while you know Porter wasn't scoring twenty points a night, he was doing everything else and he was on the court consistently and and just sort of running the team. That's that's why it's so troubling because you just don't we don't know we don't have a clue what the answer if he misses extended time will be. I mean, it's just a total unknown. That Again, that doesn't mean somebody can't step up. They totally can't. Craig Porter stepped up last year at a bigger opportunity. But, you know, it's it sure doesn't feel good going into the conference season that way. Yeah, it's going to have to be a combination of all of those guys that you mentioned. And I wouldn't be shocked if Isaac Brown rides the hot hand. And that's assuming that one of them will have a hot hand from game to game uh you know again as we've said before hopefully this does not carry on for an extended period of time but if it does uh this is going to be something where isaac brown is going to have to go from and it might not even be game to game jacob it might be half to half it might be you know stretch of game to stretch of game a few minutes at a time which one of you know these guys can step in and fill in for craig porter jr at any given time to the best of their ability um one of my biggest points of contention on this show that I've mentioned multiple different times is the Shockers' inability to adjust. I was encouraged that they did adjust when the three wasn't falling. They didn't shoot it quite as much as we've seen them do. I mean, they were, what, one of 21 last weekend against Oklahoma State? Uh, it was awful. They weren't much better last night. They were two of 14. But at least they didn't take as many of those shots. At least they tried to find offense in other ways. So I was slightly encouraged by that. Um, and hopefully that continues. I'm not opposed to them shooting the three. That's the way the team is built. They want to try to get that three ball. 
and that's fine as long as it's falling at a relatively decent clip. And if it's not, you've got to go away from it and you've got to try something different. And I feel like Wichita State adjusted slightly better than we've seen them do in games past to move away from that. And so I would like to see that continue. Yeah, they did. I Look, I don't want to take anything away from the win because we were a little bit concerned about Texas Southern, right, and what we'd seen from them all year. And they played good defense. They locked them down. They did the things that they need to do to win games. Uh, 14 turnovers, too high. But you had, you know, guys basically for an entire half being asked to do things with Craig Porter out. So, yeah, a little too many turnovers. But, you know, they they rebounded the ball well. And they they played good defense and held Texas Southern down shooting the ball. Those are going to be the things that lead Wichita State to wins this year. If they shoot well in any individual game, that's how they're going to beat you know, really good teams, maybe when they shouldn't. But just their baseline, they hit that for sure last night, which is to play really good defense and, and you know, rebound. They're going to have to do that. And they did it last night, so good for them. And and we'll get into conference play. And again, no excuses, right? They're not. Nobody's going to sit back and evaluate this season and be like, yeah, but you remember back in late December, Craig Porter Jr. got hurt. And again, we don't know how long Craig Porter Jr. could potentially be out. It just didn't look good to our eyes last night. It didn't look good that he could put no weight on it. It didn't look good when you saw the way it landed. All of those things, and we'll just have to see on a medical evaluation uh, what moves forward out of that. We'll we'll probably know a little bit the next time Isaac Brown's available, which should come in the next few days probably ahead of that UCF game, maybe early next week. Um, so the Shockers get it done, though, and, and handle their business, and now we look ahead to the conference season. So... Tommy, and we'll talk about the Jayhawks in the next segment, Jayhawk fans, 869-1240. If we've now seen a full body of work in the non-conference, has anything changed in our thoughts of where the Shockers need to finish this year in the American? Uh, we, we, you know, the weather certainly potentially played a factor in it, but the crowd was not good again last night. Uh, people, the momentum and the buzz around Wichita State basketball is not high. That's not an opinion. We can see it. Uh, attendance hasn't been fantastic. That's unfortunate, but it is reality, and it does matter. So as we look at a conference season now where, you know, if you just go by non-con records, which is a silly thing to do because everybody plays different schedules, but if you just looked at that, Wichita State has the seventh best non-con record, and they were picked seventh in the league. Um, what what should we expect here, and and what would be an acceptable finish to feel good? Do you think as their placement in the American? I don't think it's reasonable to expect them obviously ahead of Houston or Memphis, and then you get down into UCF and Cincinnati who have looked pretty good. So is it what fifth? Like do, should we should we look at fifth? Probably is a ceiling, and it could be higher. We don't know, but. I mean, I don't know at this point what gets people excited right now. There is nothing, no indications whatsoever right now as it stands that would make me think that Wichita State will finish any better than what they were projected at the beginning of the season. Nothing in the non-conference, none of the games that have happened. I mean, you know, they're 7-5 and five right now. Nothing, nothing tells me that this is a team that will finish in the top half of the American conference. Maybe they will. So if we're talking about where I think they're going to finish after seeing the non-conference, probably right where they were projected. 
I think that was a pretty solid projection from what we've seen in the non-con. That's disappointing because I wanted to see them in the non-con prove everybody wrong and kind of do what Kansas State has done a little bit, right? Like they were projected really badly in the Big 12, and then all they've done is go on a run in the non-con and um, you know got people to pay attention to them. Wichita State has not really done that as much, uh, nearly at all. And so there's nothing that tells me that they'll, they'll finish any, any better than what they were projected at the, at the beginning of the season. As far as what would be acceptable, yeah, I think in the top half of the American, if they can figure it out and they can find consistent offensive options um, and, and continue to play the defense that we know they can play, then yeah, I think finishing in the top half of the, of the American that would be acceptable. That would be better than where they were projected. I'd be okay with that. I think that I think that's a fair expectation and a fair ceiling to give this team. Yeah, I, I, I don't. But I don't. My my question is more about like, what if they what if they do exceed that expectation? What if they finish fifth? Right. Yeah. Is is that going to be something that gets the fan base excited? Sure. Uh, no, not at all. I, no, that, I don't think that's it will. what I worry about. That's the, and I think that's the. But I don't think the, I don't think third would get the fan base excited. Uh, third behind Houston and Memphis mm. might because that means you're beating some good teams and 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 I don't know. I, I think I think there is a, a little bit of a difference there, but I just don't know what. Have you met the Wichita State fan base? Well, I have, and they they were finishing third in the league for a lot of years and selling out that arena. Like you know, they they didn't win the American Tommy until Isaac Brown got there, and they were selling out that arena, right? They I've I've watched them struggle through Valley games they shouldn't struggle through, and people were right there anyway. There, but but I'm not, and I'm not saying they should be excited. That's not what I'm saying. I, I know that for three or four or even five years, it was the hottest ticket in town. Right. And it's not that right now. And that's got to be and, and, and it, it what's really hard to evaluate. And I don't know how much COVID had to do with this either. When they won the league and had that magical year, nobody could go to the games. Right. When they when they did finally win the American under odd circumstances. Yes. But it was something that hadn't been done that nobody could go. And so it, it's like this series of events and and you know outside of winning a bunch of games in the conference to get people excited I'm not sure what will get them excited I think you know the style of basketball is a little bit more difficult because they have struggled shooting the ball and it seems like they're laboring through some of these games there's a lot of college basketball teams that play that way that play great defense and slow you down I mean Virginia was a one seed for how many years just playing lockdown defense those Virginia teams weren't good offensively at all and and it's a path to winning college basketball games. There've been a lot of there were a lot of teams in the Greg Marshall era that struggled to score, but they locked you down defensively. So I don't know if it's that in totality because that style of basketball has been a Wichita State staple since I've been here. Outside of one year that I can remember, the Austin Reeves, Landry Shamit, Connor Frank camp year where they'd score like 85 a game but didn't play great defense. Other than that year, I don't ever remember a year where Shocker basketball didn't look like you know, great defense, lower scoring, slower pace, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know what it is, but I know this injury sucks, and I really hope they can gain some momentum through the conference, but, man, they're going to have to step up in a big, big way. I think it's pretty apparent and evident to me there is not a silver bullet here. Uh, and, and so if we're talking about engaging the fan base, we're talking about getting a better crowd out to Coke Arena, especially in conference play, there's not one singular thing that will make yeah. that happen. 
Uh, I th- no, I don't because think there I think is that it's, this year. It's either. not just winning because, like, right. I think that they can win some of these games, and people still right. probably are not going to show up. Some of it stylistically. I mean, there's just a lot of factors quality, that go into it. Quality of opponent may help some, that are right? Too lofty. I mean, there are yeah. a lot of different factors in place uh, that I think that w- that go into this. Uh, it's not a singular thing. There's not a silver bullet. It's going to take time. Quality opponent will probably help. Maybe a high-profile recruit in the offseason would do something. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, it is I what it is. I think some We're Shocker headed... fans would tell you, I think some Shocker fans would tell you a new coach would oh, probably sure would. change sure that quite would. a bit, too. But, but I don't, it, that's, that's a, that's a, um, you got to be able to, you got to be able to get that right, though. Like, be careful what you wish for, because it took a long time for Shocker basketball to turn around, even in the early years of the Greg Marshall era. It's not as easy as just doing that. Like, you, you there are a lot more factors at play. Uh, we've talked about NIL and all of these things ad nauseum. Like, there are a bunch of different things that have to come together all at the right time. What Wichita State was doing was unique. To have at the time a mid-major consistently that good was unique. That wasn't like... And they had two NBA guys, three NBA guys, on those rosters for five years, right? So, they... Three NBA guys helped lead the way through that, and one of the best, in my opinion, in-game coaches in Marshall, and and you know, and what he did in a game uh, to to you know take away another team's strength, whatever you want to call it. But it you know, it's not as simple as that. You've got to get a bunch of things right. We'll talk Jayhawks. They've got a bunch of things going right right now for sure. Defending national champs, eleven and one through the non-com. We'll talk KU basketball as Sports Daily rolls on on a Friday. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.